Hey there, and thanks for tuning in to Let Freedom Reign podcast. Before we get started, I just want to let you know, this episode is brought to you by Buckaroo Media, a digital marketing company that focuses on social media that cultivates relationships between brands and their customers. Buckaroo Media prides themselves on building genuine and authentic connections. Digital marketing doesn't have to be overwhelming or overly time-consuming. With Buckaroo Media on your team, you're free to focus on the areas of your business which you're most passionate about, and let Buckaroo Media handle the rest. Check them out on Instagram at buckaroo.media or Facebook at Buckaroo Media. For more information about Buckaroo Media and how they can grow your Western brand, visit buckaroomedia.com. B-U-C-K-A-R-O-O-M-E-D-I-A.com. Hey everybody, I'm Jason, your host of Let Freedom Reign, an equine industry leading podcast that talks to folks from all different walks of life who share their testimony of adversities and perseverance and how the horse has helped them through their journey. Stay tuned. We're going to have a great time. Come along for the ride. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week to Let Freedom Reign podcast. If you're new to the show, we encourage you to click the subscribe button, give us a rating and a review. Let us know what you think about the show. This week, we're heading back into our Life Enrichment series titled A Little More Rain. Our guest this week is owner of PME Performance Horses, Preston Martineau. Preston competes in the Rain Cow Horse Discipline, and to hear his original story on that Freedom Rain podcast, go back and revisit episode 13. In this week's episode, Preston breaks down the effect of positive thought in his training program and competition schedule. What I think is most commendable is that Preston recognized that negativity was having an impact on how his horses performed, the results of his runs, and life in general. Not too far into the episode, you'll hear him admit to what was an overwhelming negative attitude. And what's impressive is Preston's approach to proactively developing the power of positive thought in his life. To learn more about Preston Martineau and PME Performance Horses, you can visit them at Instagram at PME underscore performance underscore horses or Facebook at PME Performance Horses. As always, we encourage engagement on our social media platforms. You can find us on both Facebook and Instagram under Let Freedom Reign Podcast. Hit us up this week. Let us know how the power of positive thought has affected your life or your training program. And with that being said, we hate to keep y'all waiting any longer. Here's our conversation with Preston Martineau and the power of positive thought. Preston, my man, thanks for coming back to Let Freedom Reign podcast. Absolutely, Jason. My pleasure. How you been, man? Good, good. Life has been busy for us, but uh, it's good. It's all in a positive direction, and uh, I'd rather be running around with too many things to do than sitting on the couch with nothing to do. <laughs> I ain't got the truth, huh? Good stuff, man. Well, as I as I mentioned before, previously featured in episode thirteen of Let Freedom Rain podcast, we are about to get after it here with uh, your segment of a little bit more rain, and we're going to spend the next half an hour or so talking about the power of positive thought. That's a big one uh, to me. Um, we've kind of since I since I was last on the show, we've kind of switched our whole training program over from just general training and we've specialized now in the rain cow horse and uh i believe in the last episode that i was on i also told you that our goal was to show in our cha in uh in 2019 and all of 2019 we showed we showed at some pretty big nrcha shows so we've met our goal there um you know we didn't win we didn't go home with a buckle or a really big check but we did it we made it through. I was going to say, you got to start with the, the small victories, right? Yeah. And that's, and that's where, 
that's why when we were talking about what to talk about on this episode, that's like, that was the first thing that popped into my head was just positivity. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't, you can't do this. You can't ride your horse. You can't train your horse. Um, you, I mean, even in life, you can't do anything if you're just thinking negatively about yeah. everything. Um, and, and to me, just thinking about doing it, thinking about going and throwing myself in with the big boys in the open division of the NRCHA, uh, level one limited open. Uh, you, know, you wouldn't been able to do that if you were if you're, you were thinking negatively about it. You know why? Why would you go throw yourself in this situation and say, "Oh man, I'm going to suck at this." Yeah, yeah. And and it's funny you mentioned that because um, uh, I've given a lot of thought in my life, especially with the horses, right? And, and you making the jump from just general horsemanship, right, to to really running and gunning in this rain cow horse deal, right? It's it's mm-hmm. a big step in faith and. You know, oftentimes as human, we wor- we go into a scenario or we go into a situation, we worry about what might happen, but there's always this like negative connotation on that. Yeah. How much more potential or how much more success could we see if we carry that same exact thought of what might happen, but put a positive spin on it, right? What might happen if I enter with the big dogs? What might mm-hmm. happen if I enter and run a whole season's worth of shows, you know? Yeah. So for you, what has been that transition in the thought process and carrying positive thought into such a daunting step? Wow. That's a good question. You didn't prep me on this one. Here we go. Um, <laughs> honestly, I just, I threw myself in it yeah. and, 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 and I would be lying through my teeth if I told you that every single thought that I had about this process was positive. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm an over and I don't, I'm going to sound like a bad person right now, but I'm an, <laughs> I'm an I'll, I'll overly, vouch for you. how about that? I'll vouch for you. He's a good dude. Genuinely. <laughs> I'm an overly, I'm an overwhelmingly negative person in general, mm-hmm. or I was mm-hmm. right. All my, all my thoughts were negative. Oh man, I'm not, I'm not good enough to go, to go show with those guys or Man, I'm not, I'm not good. Even something as simple as just going on a simple horseback ride with your friends. Like, oh, I'm not good enough to try and go up that hill. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not good. I'm not good enough to go down that big of a, down that, that steep of a grade on my horse. I'm not that good. Well, I think that's where I was at. And, uh, I just, uh, one day I was like, why, if you don't change the way you think, you're never going to do anything. You just sit there and and continually think these negative thoughts, and that's where it all starts is in your head mm-hmm. and that's that is what it is. It's in your head because all that needs to change in your head is instead of saying, "I'm gonna go suck at this, say, "I'm gonna go do well at this, I'm gonna try my best, yeah, and I know that sounds silly and corny, the whole oh well, just give it your best shot, and if you tried your best, then that's good enough. Uh, it, it sounds super corny and all of our parents told us that growing up and all of our mentors just said, well, as long as you try your best, right? They, they're right. Dude, I thought the same exact, same it's exact way growing cor- up. It's yeah. super corny, but yeah. it's 100% right. Yeah. Just try your best because if you don't, then why are you even doing it? I was going to say, I remember growing up competing and I used to 
get the same thing from your coach, you know, hey, just go out there and give it your best. And if you give it your best, you'll win. And I'm like, that is the stupidest thing I ever heard. Like, I'm not here, I'm not here to win, dog. Like, Here's your participation trophy. Yeah, I don't want that. I want that big, shiny championship one, that one sitting up there yeah. in the cabinet, you know? And like we talked about in previous conversation, like, there's a reason I have the man in the arena quote sitting at my desk, right? When I work, like yeah. putting your foot, putting your feet in the arena. That mm-hmm. That's where the value is. When you're sitting yeah. up in the stands and you're paying money to watch that person in the arena, you have no merit, no standing, no credibility to criticize anybody in the arena unless you yeah. have done it. Well, and, and to – to to bite on what you just said i the guy that the guy that taught me uh the guy that got me into this business will howe and his wife beverly howe um he told me a story when he was just a young buck starting off somebody told him he was a good hand and uh, it kind of went from there and as he got older he's like maybe i should have considered the source yes more he goes because i wasn't that good Mm -hmm. and that guy that guy telling me that I was that good made me bolder than I should have been and, and, you know, did some, whatever, did some stuff that wasn't necessarily the right way to go about the training or the showing. So I think in everything, and this is true in life and horses and across the board is you got to consider the source. Yeah. And, and the happy feel good, like participation trophy, mentality that's fine but it's not realistic Mm -hmm. right you're Mm -hmm. not going to go out Mm -hmm. there it's impossible it's impossible to be positive a hundred percent of the time right there's just there's stuff that happens in life curveballs get thrown at you and it's absolutely impossible to be positive a hundred percent of the time and i i understand your point right about not being positive all the time and yes that is realistic but you got to start to pick your battles, right? And yes. if you are an individual that carries that that negative connotation or that negative thought, pick one and fight it and try to no. overcome with a positive thought, right? And it's almost just like we talked about before. You can psych yourself out in a negative fashion. Well, why can't you psych yourself out in a positive fashion? Exactly. Right? Right? And And I truly believe that so much of human performance and human success – uh, yeah. physical performance and physical success, success has to do with the six inches between your ears. Yes. I would, I would agree with that. And then, you know, I would, I would even expand on it further um, just to relate it back to the horse business is if you are, there's some people, like you said, that like to sit in the stands and, and just talk. Right. Mm-hmm. They've never shown a horse. They've never competed in rodeo or whatever sport we're talking about, uh, equestrian sport we're talking about. They've never, they, they just, you know, they go back to their house and they go, they go out back to their small barn and they get on their horse and they go truck around their field. And that's the extent of what they do. Mm-hmm. The people and myself specifically, I had to keep telling myself this and I tell this to anybody that's getting into the horse, the the horse show or rodeo world is you're there, you're doing it. You're on your horse and that right there to to get on your horse, to pay, first of all, to pay a bunch of money, to not be guaranteed (laughs) anything, right? To pay a bunch of money to enter a competition against a bunch of other people that are on the same level of horsemanship and skill as you are. 
to and then and then to be judged by two people or three or four people that you've never met before that nobody you've met has met them before they're complete strangers and they're there to judge you that's their job to judge you the fact that you're there willing to be judged by strangers against competitors and peers alike that is 90% of the battle man yeah. just being there and doing it yeah. and i think that's what that's what i tell people the most is hey you're there you're doing it and nobody else except the two people that you paid to judge you have any right to judge you and what they say has no bearing that's true and i think that's a that's a fear for a lot of people that want to show horses and 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 rodeo and compete on horses is there's this fear of people watching them and judging them and that you ha- look i had to get over that that mm-hmm. was one of the biggest things that mm-hmm. i personally had to get over. I remember my very first show, man. Dude, I couldn't breathe. <laughs> like four, four horses, four runs before I was to go. I couldn't breathe, man. I was sitting there. My hands were shaking. My face was hot. I was sweating. Yeah. All I was doing was going over my raining pattern in my head. And then, right, you know, you know, they, the, the, the other, the, the next, the first horse comes out, and then you're getting ready to go in, and I just. I do it to this day now. That that was the one thing I did back then, and I still do it every time before I go in and show. Is I just take this huge deep breath and I close my eyes and I let it out, and then we just go in and do it. Yeah. And that one big calming breath, and helps. And then everything becomes hyper focused, and you I just forget about anything that's going on other than me. There's a couple of shows where you can say, I'm having such a good time doing my raining patterns. I'm looking around and I see my wife and I smile and give her a thumbs up and stuff like that. Silly stuff. <laughs> Real professional. <laughs> stuff that I would – well, by that, point, by that point, I probably already zeroed the pattern, so it doesn't really matter anyway, right? <laughs> the power of positivity, folks. You got it. <laughs> well, but, but we're sitting – but see, and that's what I'm talking about, Jason, is we're sitting here laughing about yeah. it. And I'm not – like I'm being completely honest with you. We were at a huge NRCHA show, the, the Idaho futurity in Nampa in November. And man, I zeroed my reigning run, my first maneuver in mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. horse was out of control. My horse was out of control. I've never seen, I've never seen him do this before, but we, we got into that arena and he just said, Nope, not doing anything today. Yeah, it's not a day. You, you you can just go screw yourself. <laughs> well, you can and, sit there and you talk about it, right? You can sit there and mope and let it ruin the rest of your trip or yeah. just have at it. Well, and there was – so, man, I was so frustrated. It was freezing cold outside. I went out to the to the, to the outdoor arena and loped circles in, in my long sleeve shirt in 10-degree weather for an hour. Nick Dowers was out there. He was calling me crazy, all sorts of stuff. But I was fueled by this – negative anger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and that's all it was was it was just anger and it was just it was killing me the negativity the anger i was feeling about that one screw up that just cost me my whole derby run i put my horse up got back to my trailer and I, man i sat there and moped um i didn't you know i i my wife was doing her thing and i just left the trailer to go do my own thing because i just i was in a mood i was mad I was moping around. I was negative. I was hard on myself. 
I was, you know, calling myself all kind of names in my head, calling mm-hmm. my horse all kind of, just being so negative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then as the day went on, I kept thinking, you know, whatever. No need to dwell on this now. Let's move it along. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day we rode and we worked on some stuff. But that's where that positivity comes in. If you're in that negative frame of mind, you're not going to get anything done. Mm-hmm. And and I was in that negative frame of mind all day until finally I said, what's the point? Why am I, why am I purposely being mopey? Like now I'm just being mopey to be mopey because I, because I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Right. But, but a, lot that those, a lot of those thoughts are like, that's a natural response, man. There's a lot of training. Yeah. There's a lot of work that goes into a run like that. Yeah. There's a lot of financial investment. You're bringing your yeah. family along, right? It's taking their time. There's oh, a lot that goes mention, into it. Not to mention all those events are live streamed across the nation. So my parents are watching. Yeah. My friends are watching. Yeah. My aunts and uncles are watching me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, my horse just, yeah. I don't want to do it. Yep. And it's just, it's so embarrassing, but I believe that embarrassment is one of those negative feelings that does nobody any good. Correct, correct. So when you're in that moment, right, and and here's where we're trying to develop skill set for for the listeners, right? And I'd like to get this yeah. perspective as well. So I'm being kind of selfish in that vein, but so you're in the dumps because of this run, yeah. And you, and you kind of talked about you asked yourself, well, this isn't doing any good. I'm just moping to mope. But honest to God, what is helping you? Uh, uh, make that mental transition to where now in, in learning and, and gaining experience when you're faced and some of those emotions are starting to overwhelm you, you, you I'd imagine you're probably shutting them down a lot sooner. Uh, yes. And I'll say that's a good, that's a great question. And there's, I think that's a three part answer. The, the first thing that I do when I realize what like, and it takes me a while because sometimes we just like to be angry. You know what I mean? Like it feels good to be angry. You can blame what went wrong on something and just be angry about it, right? So we all like to just be angry sometimes. Um, and then once I'm over being angry, honestly, man, I just sit down and pray about it. And I ask I ask God for grace and, and mercy, and I apologize for being in a bad mood and, and saying stuff that I shouldn't say and using language that I probably shouldn't use. And I ask for forgiveness for that. And I just, I honestly, I ask him to, to help me get through this and to help me be more positive mm-hmm. that I know he's, that I know he's got a plan for me and screwing up in the arena. Well, that was your plan, uh, probably to teach me some humility and humble me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so, all right, that's over. Help me move on Lord. Yeah. That's my first step when I'm ready to stop being angry. First, yeah. you just gotta, you just gotta be done being angry yeah. and embarrassed. Yeah. Then, then I, I, I just chat with God real quick. And, um, and usually then I just, I'll just say in my head, like next time we're just going to do this better. We're going to work on this. Now we know what to work on. We're going to go work on it. And it's true um, when you talk about the, the growth taking place in the trenches, right? Um, yeah. obviously there was, there's a hole in your horse's game somewhere, right? God yeah. only knows there's so many variables that go into horsemanship and especially Dude. performing, right? Well, and um, the thing is, is I think too, to, to play into that is horses have bad days too, man. Just and like that's us. the point that I was just getting ready to make, right? Yeah. It's not, you know, those horses don't wake up every morning going, oh my goodness, I can't wait to be perfect today. <laughs> I'm going to be perfect today. Horses have bad days. Horses yeah. don't feel good. Horses get ulcers. And there's so much to horses that we can't see on the outside. And the thing that the thing that makes this such a unique relationship 
with us and our show horses or us and our rodeo horses or our eventers or whatever discipline we're doing is that horses can't just be like, Hey man, uh, my belly hurts today. Can we just, can we just ride another day? Yeah. Or, or man, I'm, uh, my leg's a little sore. Can you give me a couple days off? Some of those horses are so good and they want to work so bad that they will push through all that pain and, and, and discomfort until finally, it just comes out, and they're like, "Enough's enough." Yeah, yeah, it's true, you know, and and it's tough. It's tough, especially in the competitive world, right? Because you have that stress and pressure to perform, and yeah. like we talked about, there's a lot that goes into a show, and yeah. sometimes it's tough to turn out, but sometimes it's oh, the right decision for your horse, you know, and 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 I think with a lot of this. Uh, especially in a horsemanship perspective, you you swing your leg with negative connotation and negative thought in, in your head. Uh, good luck getting anything done, right? So Fact. you really got to fight mm-hmm. through your personal natural responses, which is not yeah. normal to yep. create that positivity and, and truly create it with conviction to the point that your horse will feel it. There's been days, Jason, where where there, there's a couple instances where there's been days and you know, these don't happen frequently, but they happen a couple times a year where I'm in such a, a like a bad place in my head, just a negative ang- like something, somebody burns me or something earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've gotten off my horse, untacked and put him away and apologized. Yeah. Yeah. There's been days, there's been days where I go down in the barn and I just walk in there in such a funk that I feed clean stalls and walk right out and go do something else that day. Cause there's no point in, in, in taking your anger or your negative feelings out on that horse. It's just going to make, it's going to make the horse mad. It's going to make your job as a trainer or a competitor harder. It's, it's, it's difficult to do, right? Because oh man, we think of it as there's only so many days in between shows, right? And there's so yep. much that goes into it that you you really can't afford to lose a day. Nope. But in the same vein, I mean, we talk about the whole negative, positive emotion thing in this episode. It takes, it takes, and you are gaining the experience of a different level of emotional awareness, right? Yep. And then once you raise that awareness and you understand that, hey, today is just not the day for me. And it's okay to walk away from your horse because your horse is not owed that. Your horse doesn't deserve any of that. I mean, it's no. it's a different level of of emotional maturity when working with the horses. It really is. Yeah, horses ho- uh, horses are good for your soul, man. Oh, absolutely. Um, That's the whole reason we God, got this show, right? I, I sounded like such a hippie. Come on, man. Horses are good for your soul, brother. <laughs> um, but they are, dude. It is. And, um. And they teach you so much about yourself and being able to separate your emotions. Like, you know, we all have bad days and we all have bad moments throughout our days. But you get on your horse, take that deep breath, forget all about it and focus on what you're doing right now. Because you owe it to your horse to do that. You owe it to your horse to be positive and to think positive um, and to not take the day's stress or the weeks or months or years stress or problems out on that horse just because, oh, he didn't give his hip right away, so I'm going to jab him with a spur and rip his lips off real quick. Yeah. Now now you're just projecting your stuff onto the horse, and that's not fair to them, and it doesn't do anything but hurt the both of you in the long run. Correct. Um, so that's been 
that's been one of those things where it's just if you get down to the barn one day and you're just not in the mood to ride, probably shouldn't ride. Yeah. And I don't care if you've got 10 horses to ride that day. If you go down to the barn and you're like, I don't want to be down here right now, man, then just go feed and do something else. Maybe come back to it later in the day and your and your mind and mood and mood mindset and mood will have changed. But there's no point there's no point in riding your horse. Yeah. If you already are pissed off at your horse or at something else, it, it's, it's true counterproductive. You, yeah, I was going to say you're doing you're doing better for your horses in your program by walking away than yeah. forcing or interjecting yourself. Because you think about, it, I mean, we've all probably yeah. had a coworker, right? That's just negative yeah. Nancy all the time, and as soon as they walk into the office or walk in yeah. uh, to the workspace, you're just in a different mood, right? Things yeah. aren't right. But we've all had those same exact experiences of uh, emotion being driven by others, right? When that positive influence or that positive person walks yeah. into the office, right? It just raises everybody's, everybody's mood. So, and I think Jason, man, you said it, you said it really well right there. Um, I think that's in the, in today's day and age in 2020, the overwhelming feeling that I, at least I get, from society is negative. Yes. Everything's ne- everything's negative, man. Everybody's saying no, no, no. Negative, negative, negative. Um, this person did that. This person did this. Negative, negative, negative. All the time. It's... That seems to be all we hear. Man, you turn on the news. What is oh, yeah. the news? I guarantee you if you did a study on, on, on six different news channels – uh, local news channels in different states, I guarantee you 80%, and this is just me spitballing, I bet 80% of the news that you get is negative. Person yeah. disappears, yeah. person sues, person's raped, person's killed, person's shot. Yeah. Where's the Where's the positive stuff? Like, hey, here's a story about a guy that helped a family or a family that helped a guy or a girl that helped a, a, a whatever. But there's just not enough positivity in our country right now. And, and as the, in the world as a whole, I think we're just all turning into negative Nancy's instead of, instead of a positive Polly or whatever. <laughs> the comparable is. Name you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think about I, it and this is, this is definitely not a shameless plug, right? But I always talk about the perspective. If you're going to change the world, you got to start with the ground that you stand on. Right. Yes. And, and that is what. I can't say it's been the sole motivating factor for the show. That's not even close to being accurate, but a motivating factor in the show is just that, right? Is it this world? I don't even watch the news anymore because of the reasons that you described, right? And, and if all we see or all we hear is negative, 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 that becomes our reality, right? And the world has, has plenty of that. What I've tried to accomplish with this show and what all of my guests have done a phenomenal job doing is showing no matter where you are in the spectrum of horsemanship, if this is the first day that you've ever seen a horse or you've been competing at the highest levels of rodeo or whatever given discipline, right? We as human beings have all struggled at some point. Great, right? But we all have a story and we all have a positive contribution that we can make to society. And hopefully those testimonies have been projected through the shows. Hopefully with this life enrichment series, you know, and and everything that we're doing with a little more rain will help to make the positive influence somebody's reality on some level. I like it, man. Um, That, you know, as you're talking, 
excuse me, I was reminded of a, uh, of a, of a, of a quote of something that Will said to me back when we were training with him, um, is as you think, so are you. It is so you know, true. And, dude. And that's in the Bible, right? <laughs> as a, I don't know what verse, but it is as a man thinketh, so is he. So yeah. whatever, whatever is in your brain, that's what's going to be in your heart or whatever's in your heart. That's what's going to be in your brain. And that's what you're going to extrude on people. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Where, so if you're thinking negative and, and, and you're thinking crappy thoughts, well, that's, that's what you're going to look like to the outside world. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you're being positive and helping people and, and doing good by and doing right by your horses and your family and your community, People are going to see that, and that's the positivity, man. It just takes, you know, if 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 everybody was to try and and be more positive, I would say try and have one set an alarm on your phone, right? And and I've done this. I did this a couple of times. I, I'm actually going to start doing it February first. I'm going to try to do 30 days, um, or I guess oh, it's 29 days in February this year. It's a leap year, so I'm going to do 29 days of positivity and this is just something I'm doing on my own and I, and my, I think my wife's going to join in on it with me, but I'm going to set an alarm on my phone every hour starting from the time I wake up to probably about 10 o'clock. Yeah. And every hour when that alarm goes off, I'm going to take a minute and I'm going to think of what I'm grateful for. And I'm going to think of a, a positive way. I, I'm going to think of what I'm grateful for and I'm going to think of something and I'm going to have a positive thought in my head. Every hour from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed for one month. Dude, and I, I think guarantee a lot about, you. I think a lot about mental performance, right? And, and, yeah. and this comes from sports and visualization training and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. And, and if you think about the amount of effort it takes to exert any kind of negative thought, or let's take social media, for example, right? And you're going to yeah. negatively comment on somebody's post, right? Where would we be as a society if we focus that energy in a positive direction, right? It's just as easy to leave a positive comment as it is to bash somebody. And well, and you know, it takes, it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. Yeah. So why not? This sounds so corny, Jason. (laughs) This might be the most touchy feely conversation we've ever had. (laughs) Oh, it might be. Yes. Holy cow. Uh, But it's true though, right? In in its core, in its, in its core. Yeah. Changing that perspective from, man, I could screw this up to watch this. Yeah. It, it has a profound outcome on or an individual success. Not, yeah. And not even, you know, I go a step further and not even say, not even say, go, go to the extreme of watch this, but I'm going to try. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. right. Absolutely you're, right. You're never, you're never going to succeed you can't, it's impossible to succeed if you haven't even tried. Correct. Right. There's gonna, there's nothing to succeed at if you don't at least try it. And every time I'm like, man, more corny hippie stuff. Every time you fail, you're going to learn something from it. That's true. And I, I wish man that I could go back and listen to my dad and take all that stuff he said to heart. Cause as a kid, I'm like, Oh yeah. Touchy feely. Woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all true. It is. It is. It all starts in your mind and the way you see things. If you 
if you're a glass half empty kind of guy or, or, or gal or guy, um, chances are you're not going to have as many opportunities afforded to you as if you were a glass half full type of person. Correct. Because when you're, when you have that positive attitude and that kind of, that always that bright look in your eyes and that kind of smile, people want to come offer, people want to come talk to you. Yeah. And the people that want to come talk to you sometimes, a lot of the time, have something to offer you that mutually will benefit the both of you. That's the only way that opportunities are given. It's true. Right? It's true. Unless unless, some, unless somebody, a friend, a colleague, a whatever, sets you up with that other person. If you're out in public and you're standing next to your twin, right, and there's this guy or gal across the way that is the owner of some company and, you know, and, and here's one twin frowning, Right. And the other twin just has, you know, frowning, thinking negative thoughts. And the other twin just is thinking positive thoughts with a with a, you know, pretty neutral but pleasant look on their face. Who do you think that guy or that CEO or that horse trainer is going to go talk to first? The frowny, the frowny, crappy guy with his arms folded in front of his chest or the guy that just has a neutral little positive looking gleam in his eye. No, it's true. It's true, man. One hundred and ten percent. And I think. I think we all can challenge ourselves and we all have to fight it, right? And, and you mentioned it many times over in the show, right? We're not immune to negative thought. We just got to do a better job um, on any level of creating more positivity because with that positivity comes opportunity. It's so easy to be negative, Jason. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to be negative. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to write people mm-hmm. off the second they wrong you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's It's easy – to to spur a horse in the gut when you when you were the one made the mistake but you don't want to admit it right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's harder it, it, the harder thing to do is to be positive take responsibility um, do the things that you know you should be doing and and be happy to be doing them and I'll tell you this show is a perfect example of positive influence, right? Uh, yes. A while back, I tried to make a goal of mine in, in this whole positive negative spectrum, right? Yeah. Do as much as you can to encourage and support the success of others. I remember, I remember we had this conversation right? when you came out to my ranch and we were hanging out. Exactly. Exactly. And this show, I think, is a result of that. I do what I can to support as many people's missions and goals, right? And in return, I have what I think is a pretty substantial guest list of mm-hmm. of horsemen and women from literally all over the world who share a common yeah. purpose and practice. Yeah. Just from the sole fact that I try to say, you know what, I hope to God, genuinely, I hope to God Preston does as great as he can possibly do in 2020. Yeah. I have no bearing on that. I can't help you ride your horses. Right. I can't help right. you clean your barn. I can't help right. fill your truck with diesel. But I truly, honest to God, wish you the best in 2020. And I think if we took that approach as individuals with all of our inner circles, it's incredible yeah. how it's it's literally you're the snowball getting pushed off at the top of the mountain that turns Dude, into yeah. an avalanche. You're like, yeah, we were talking before the show about yeah. about me about me getting sick and I was patient zero, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And But that affected my family in a horribly negative way, mm-hmm. obviously, because I got everybody else sick. Mm-hmm. But if you're patient zero of positive and happy – yeah, man, that joy and that that emotion and that feeling is going to spread throughout your family. Yeah. And then your family is going to spread it to their friends and then their friends are going to spread it to their family and their families. And, dude, 
it's this never ending, gosh, hippie talk again, this train of positivity. Yeah. And it doesn't take, it doesn't take much, but a simple Good job. thought or yeah. a simple action, yep. man. And that's what, you know, I'm trying to teach my kids this, um, you know, the whole giving is more important than getting. It is. If you're, I get so much more. If I never got another gift again, I'd be fine. Yeah. Um, I yeah. could never not give another gift. I wouldn't be okay with that. I love watching people open up gifts that I give them. Or I love watching, you know, like, here, man, I'm not using this. You take it. Or whatever. I just like, I like seeing people be happy. You made a great point there at the end as far as the gift and the giver thing. So I was reading a little bit the other day on faith, and and it talked about that, how people – and we're kind of getting off on a tangent, but I'm going to bring up the point, right? Yeah. People talk about Do it. with faith, right, and with Christ, that if I am yep. a good Christian and I work hard at my faith, that I am going to get things rather yeah. than being a good Christian for the simple fact of – God has me on his team and it's my purpose to work as hard as I can at his plan. And when we focus, and I've tried to challenge myself in the same vein, if we focus more on the giver than we do the gift, all that positive yeah. emotion you think when you open up a present as a child, oh my God, look at this great, yeah. great new toy, right? Yeah. If we had that same elation towards the individual that thought yeah. to go out and buy the gift, invest the money, invest the time and give it. If we no. if we focus that positivity towards the giver rather than the gift, it just it'd be interesting to see where the world went. Well, and you know, in that you know, you brought up the religion thing. Like Christ gave it all up. Christ gave the ultimate gift, <laughs> right? Ain't so that, that we could all so that we could all be happy and and be and saved, saved and live life eternal, man. Like being happy thing, that's not nothing new. That's biblical stuff, man. Yeah. That goes back two thousand years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's to the, crazy. Po the positive, the positive thinking, and the helping, and the loving, yeah. and the friendship the and the kinship, that goes back two thousand years ago, man. And this country has gotten so far off of that mm -hmm. positive, mm -hmm. love your neighbor type deal. That, dude, I don't know if we'll ever get this country back to what it used to be. Yeah, when people when people could coexist. But I think in the same regard, because I felt that overwhelming. Uh, overwhelming dread of where is this country going as well, you know? Mm -hmm. As we sit here and let positive media, excuse me, as we sit here and let negative media push on us, right? Yeah. Push on us, push on us. And they got way more money and reach. You take this show, for example, yeah. right? This show does not reach the amount of people that CNN, Fox News, KTVU, whatever can reach. Right. That should not negate us from trying. Correct. Right? That should not discourage yeah. us from pushing back, even if it is just one pound of pressure, you know? So yeah. um, I think it touches a lot on the positivity conversation that we've had. And we sure as heck oh, yeah. covered a lot of ground, but. I feel like I've just been rambling. <laughs> Sometimes it's good, right? In you just got to air it out. Incoherently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in closing, dude, I thank you very much for your return trip yeah. to, to Let Freedom Rain podcast. I thank you for your contributions to Positive Thought and the power yeah. of positivity here in this A Little More Rain series. And uh, we don't can just I say, say Can I say one thing before we close? You can say as many as you want. All right. It's a listener's time, not if mine. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys are at a horse show or a rodeo or if you're out somewhere and you see somebody struggling a little bit, 
don't don't live by that code where you just turn and look the other way. Don't, you know, if you can, if you're savvy enough to go help this person and offer some advice, please go do it. They are, they may not look like it, but they are begging for your help at that point. And you might just change somebody's life by going over and helping a kid or even a young adult or even a grown or even an adult you might change their life by going over and saying, hey, man, use a little more inside rain, chip the nose, push the hip out. Or something as simple as that, man. You might be able to change their whole outlook, and that might be the, the, the turning point for them in their horsemanship journey. And everything clicks to where, like, oh, got it. And yeah. now this dude in 10 years is going to be the next big uh, NRCHA or, or reigning yeah. horse trainer, yeah. just because you knew something, you saw them struggling. And instead of doing what, you know, 75% of the people on the planet do now, which is turn the other way and say, not my problem. Mm-hmm. Just go help them out. Yeah. It's a great challenge, man. It's a great challenge. And, and all you're doing is just being a good person. And that in turn is going to further the sport the, the, the sport of whatever it is that you're doing on your horse. And right now, with the way things are going in this country, the horse world needs to unite as one and from jumpers to eventers to Western pleasure to going down the fence to rainers, whatever your discipline is. As a group, we are all connected through horses and we need to stand together and keep our way of life. Uh, alive and well. And there are people out there that are trying to stop our way of life and what we do with the horses and banning spurs and metal bits and certain, you know, counties have banned certain events and yeah, certain counties throughout the United States have outlawed certain uh, rodeo events. We need to stand together, man. We are a, a community of horse people, horse men and women, and we need to unite together and stop bickering among us and just be one community of horse people. I and that's it. it. I love it, man. I love it. Great way that's to finish this episode. I appreciate you, man. I sure hope you get to enjoy the rest of the weekend. And uh, yes. hopefully we get up there and visit you. And if you're ever on your uh, West Coast swing down here in California, man, stop on in. I would love to. Our Thanks brother. for having me again, brother. Yes, it was good chatting with you. We'll talk to you down the road. All righty. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to this episode of Let Freedom Reign Podcast. Again, you can find us on social media under Let Freedom Reign Podcast. If you want to support the growth of this podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash Let Freedom Reign Podcast. Again, we thank you, and we'll see you on the next one.